Okay. Beep, beep. Oh, okay. We're back. <laughs> Are we? Yes. Hello. It's Hysterical History. It's a podcast. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. It's fun. It's comedy. And ba ba da ba dee da ba dee da ba Anyone can scat. Scat man can do it. So can you. So can you. Uh, and we're a history podcast, but mostly comedy. And today, we're back, baby. It's been a minute. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell from our minds simultaneously trying to escape our bodies by doing by, scat. By scat, man. A very topical <laughs> choice. Yes. But I just want to say up top, we, we post about this already, but, you know, uh, we support Black Lives Matter. Uh, we've been signing petitions and donating and... Uh, you know, there's a sign up in our window, so everybody knows. I mean, we're on a fake street, but we're doing our best. <laughs> People find a way to uh, get through there. And unfortunately, we still have to finish up Josiah's stuff, so we won't have any episodes about black or African people right this second. But uh, I don't know about Haley, but I've been researching somebody, and so we're going to have a good set of them pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we can dunk on old my guy. Yeah, and we still got this racist old man to dunk on, so, like, let's do it, baby. Something everyone can enjoy. <laughs> yeah, right. And and we know it's, like, kind of an awkward time to post, like, comedy things, mm-hmm. but and especially, like, historical comedy things, I guess, just because, you know, this uh, event we're in is very historical, uh, and it will be soon. But, um... I think everybody still needs, you know, some time to, like, decompress and, like, kind of chill. And uh, we've been enjoying our comedy uh, people, you know, mm-hmm. to not be so consumed with everything. Yeah. So if you, when you need a break, you can listen to this. Yeah, I've been watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. the TV show. I'm watching a lot of YouTube dorks that I like who are just goofing. Oh, yeah. And it's a great time. <laughs> watching a lot of people play Sims. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. People playing. Uh, Run Escape. Yeah, the uh. best. <laughs> yeah, you're watching people play Rune Escape. Uh, <laughs> Rune, Rune Escape. Escape, yeah. That's, uh, they're doing like... Like role play Role play, servers. which is so weird to me. I'm like, I'm just here to fish. Like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I always turn the chat off. I'm like, go away. I don't even want to hear people talk. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm the opposite of role playing in that game. Something that just gives you, <laughs> gives you time to inhale a yeah. little bit. Uh, so like I said, we're going to f- do Josiah more episodes about that doofus. We haven't talked about him in a while, so I'm going to uh, update us, remind us what happened very swiftly. Previously on uh, Josiah. Previously, uh, what happened. And then uh, we'll get into it. But I want to remind everybody, we're basing this off of Ben McIntyre's book, The Man Who Would Be King, The First American in Afghanistan. Uh, because he literally is the authority <laughs> on everything. Um, his book is like the only one that exists on this, basically. It's a sign of things to come. It's him. It's him. <laughs> so uh, basically, Josiah was a Quaker from Pennsylvania, and he was like, Quakers are boring. And so then he decided to go on a trip to India, and he loved it. Mm-hmm. And then he was engaged to this girl, and then he was like, bye, I'm going to leave for India for like 13 months. And she was like, absolutely not. So mm-hmm. she broke up with him. Join the British Army. Uh, not yet. Sort of. But yeah, so she broke up with him and he was like, I'm never going back to America again because he got broken up with. Because mm-hmm. like, what if he runs into her? It's so awkward. Yeah. And like, just and somewhere in America, she's there. I could run into yeah, her. Anywhere. You never know where she'll be. <laughs> I mean, as much as I don't like Josiah, I totally get that. <laughs> That's fair. But like the whole country. <laughs> That's like, 
<laughs> why I don't like going back to Alaska. I'm like, I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna see someone. But the whole country is like disconnected <laughs> at the time. It's yeah. not like if he moved to like Ohio that he's gonna run into her automatically he's or like meet some Quaker. He moves to Georgia. She's not gonna be there. But some <laughs> someone's gonna be there. It's like, oh Josiah. Oh, did you hear she got married? <clears throat> And yeah, she did get married after she broke up with him, and he didn't even know about it until after she was married. So, I mean, yeah, that's what you got to do. He was a loser. He sucks. And then he wrote sad poetry about it, and it was stupid. And so then he gets to India, and uh, the British are having a war in Burma, and he just joins them because he's a medic, even though he has no training Mm -hmm. at all. And then he gets two seconds of training and does that for, like— a couple days, and then he gets bored of being in the British military, so he just leaves. Another reason why people, uh, you should never want to live in the past, yeah, is that random Quakers can just show up and be your doctor, <laughs> yeah, be the medic. Yikes! Uh, yeah, then he gets bored, he just leaves, deserts. Uh, the military that he was in that wasn't even from his own country. He gets bored. And then he decides he wants to help this ousted king become king again because he wants to be in charge of some people because mm-hmm. he's terrible. He has uh, delusions of grandeur. Delusions and- of Alexander the Great. Yeah, he has hero <laughs> worship for Alexander the Great. Right, which you should judge him for automatically. So uh, he goes all the way to Kabul. It takes a long time, but he gets there and he's like, wait, Dos Muhammad's like pretty cool. Also, like <laughs> his brother's cool and like thinks mm-hmm. I'm hot or something. It's confusing. And those are the people he was sent to like destroy power. Yeah. So he's like, wait a minute, what? You were meant to be my enemy, but you're super hot. <laughs> and then also he's like, I don't even know if like Shuja can beat these guys. They're pretty <laughs> tough. So then he decides to entirely change his plan and join Ranjit Singh and the Sikhs, um, and do that. Just, like, whatever. And where we left off, he had, like, met up there because Ranjit likes to collect uh, European or just white boys in general, Ferengis, if you will. Yeah. And uh, so he's there, like, trying to get a job, Mm -hmm. basically. This man is (laughs) inscrutable. He does not give no Fs, uh, not in a way I like. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He is ridiculous. That's Josiah. So, yeah, he's just recently made some European friends. He's trying to become Ranjit's friend so he'll get a job. Uh, And he wanted to work with Ranjit in the first place, but he got rejected Mm -hmm. because they just didn't reply to him at all. So this is kind of like the fulfillment of his earlier plan. Like it went back to plan A after we went through B or C or whatever. (laughs) They got to F and he's like, maybe the first Maybe A was better. Maybe A was good. (laughs) And like now that he has some actual experience in Afghanistan, uh, Ranjit's a lot more interested Mm -hmm. than before. So it's like honestly not a bad move, you know. Uh, His resume's a little like fluffed up. Yeah. When somebody rejects you because, you know, your dream job because your resume is not good enough, like just go out and do some things. <laughs> just go to Afghanistan and just go in there. Ruin the lives of any everyone you meet. And then go back and be like, hey, can I have a job now? <laughs> the American dream. Probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Terrible. Yeah. But now that he's back and he's kind of comfortable with Ranjit, uh, he decides it's time to go to Lutiana again and visit Shuja. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since oh, he's gosh. seen Shuja. What is he going to say? Like, what do you say? Right. It's weird. Sorry about— I'm like, <laughs> why does Shuja even want to see you? 
Um, and at first, when Josiah met Shuja, he was, like, intimidated by him, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, my gosh, he's this ruler and blah, blah, blah. And then now he thinks he's kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> because now he's met, like, rulers who are in power who are, like, cool. And he's just like, oh, Shuja just kind of sucks. You're not um, very cool, are you? He's very disillusioned by him. Mm-hmm. Shuja is happy to see him because he thinks they're still, like, doing the thing. <laughs> um, he isn't aware that their alliance has shattered. No. And he gives him um, a couple titles while he's there of the king's nearest friend. And I'm like, yikes. You just He's just making them up. This guy is your friend? Right. It's not a real title either. I dub thee <laughs> my super cool bud. <laughs> my bestest brosif. <laughs> Uh, and then he's also given companion of the imperial stirrup, which means nothing. Uh, and he promises Josiah that when he's king again, he'll give him some land to rule over okay. as like a little under king. It's a little, um, little clan man. He'll be a little baby king. Little clan man. You want to be a little baby king? But also, Josiah doesn't even think that Shuja's going to do that. Shuja is so comfortable in India where, like, the British are paying for all of his stuff and just hanging out with his harem and stuff that Josiah doesn't think he's even going to do it. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, why would you leave? That's nice. <laughs> I, I wouldn't leave. I mean, like, um, what, what do you actually want? You want to be in danger and, like, having to worry about yeah. people all the time? And it's even more than power that she just wants money. Yeah. And I'm like, you have money. You're good. You don't even have to do anything. You're fine. The empire is uh, cash, like, giving you cash. Right. Like, let the British pay for your meal ticket. You want you want Vicky's bank now. <laughs> That's right, baby. And it's good. Is I that this era? I don't, I don't think, <laughs> What year is this? I don't think Vicky's queen yet. This mm. is, like, 1820s. I think she's, yeah. like, 1850-ish. It's, it's a bit early. But, you know, she's alive. It will be her bank. It will be. <laughs> um, but so he gets an offer, Josiah, from Ranjit, mm-hmm. uh, finally, that he could be the governor of Gujarat. I don't know where that is, or it doesn't seem to matter very much. I'm just shaking my head because, like, it doesn't matter where it is. He shouldn't be governor of it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, he shouldn't be governor of, like, a barn in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and he offers him 3,000 rupees a month, and he says, maybe you'll get a raise if you behave, and if you don't, I'll cut your nose off. I mean, people have made threats before. And he's serious. He will cut your nose off. <laughs> he's done it. Uh, there's a quote in the book that there's the trials in Lahore, which is where Ranjit rules over, uh, lasted no longer than five minutes um, with Ranjit deciding just if you're guilty and what to do with you. Oh. Himself. Oh. So, like, <clears throat> nope, he will cut your nose off. Um, and the, apparently there was a guy who did get his nose cut off by Ranjit, so he's really not kidding. Oh. Uh, and they said they used the cuticle of the forehead to fi- fashion him a new nose. I tried to look up what that means. I don't understand. I think what they're saying is that they took, like, a foreheadish bone from, like, a cow or something mm-hmm. and fashioned it into a nose. Oh. Um, but apparently it was done really well, like, that people couldn't even really tell that it was a fake nose. I bet you could. <laughs> I mean, you probably painted <laughs> it to be a skin color. I bet if you looked, you'd be like— <laughs> I bet if you got close. I think they were just too polite to say anything <laughs> about it. But Josiah's like, I'm still not interested. And also, all I could think of was, like, um, apparently, you know, they said it looks super real. So I'm like, maybe Tuco should have done that. But that's not as much of a brag as having a gold nose. And uh, they've probably, like, had better technology for nose-cutting— yeah, since. You'd hope, since it's been like a hundred some years. But yeah, there's a difference mm-hmm. between like losing your nose in shame and just, I forget how Tuco lost his. I thought he like was in a fight. He's like, like in, in a, a fight or a duel or something. Syphilis or something. <laughs> or syphilis. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever reason, he's like, you know what? I'm going to bling up my nose. Yeah, bling, bling, baby. Bling it up. 
Yeah, this guy was like, I can af- I can only afford the forehead of a cow. <laughs> I assume. I, yeah. built, I looked up cuticle of the forehead, and it was like, you mean your nails? And I was like, no. Is that forehead? Does I don't think. Like forehead? Yeah, it has anything to do with foreheads. Now I'm curious. <laughs> you could try, but I couldn't find anything. That's, uh, medical meanings, glossary of word origins. That sounds like someone mm-hmm. I could get lost in for Maybe. a bit. Maybe. Doubt it has what I want. Because every time I just looked at the word cuticle, too, it would only give me nail cuticles. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even talk to me about other things. I'm like, what does the word cuticle mean? And it's like, it's a nail thing. And I'm like, okay. Cutis is Latin word for skin. Oh, cuticle okay. refers to the little skin, such as that emanating from uh, the perionicium. Oh. Incidentally, the cute in the sense of act- attractively perky is unrelated. Maybe then it does huh. look similar. Maybe they took the skin from his own forehead yeah. and put it on his nose. Maybe they actually mean that. If you're, and uh, if you wear like a turban that comes down, <laughs> who cares if you have a forehead? They took like a forehead wrinkle, and they're like, "That's enough." That's enough. Anyway, if you, but then color match would be really good on his skin. A fellow history person or a medical history person, you know what the hell that means? Yeah. Uh, feel free to tell us. Tell us what's going on. Because we're just going on like what the Latin root means. It's we have no it idea. Sounds gross, no matter what it is. It's not good. Uh, and Josiah accepts because he thinks he deserves something better, of course. But he knows that this is not an offer. It's an order. And mm-hmm. so he just says, okay. <laughs> you got it. Sounds good. Uh, and it, and then later, Ranjit doesn't even pay him 3,000 rupees a month. He mm-hmm. does like 1,200. So he just like lied. What? Wow. I don't know. I don't know if the implication was like your raise will be up to 3,000. But mm-hmm. he started at 3,000 and then said he could get a raise and then gave him less than half of that. Which I'm like, what a power move, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what are you going to, like, tell him you need more? Yeah. We agreed to more money. Complain to him about it? It's like, good luck. Oh, okay. yikes. The balls on you. He will cut your nose off. He or will. your balls. Or at all. Anything he can cut off, he'll do it. The cuticle of your balls was used to make a new nose. <laughs> a new nose. Ew. This is my uh, ball nose. People are like, it looks so real. <laughs> Stop. It looks real. Um <laughs> So Britain, though, is getting more interested in Lahore, and they're getting more interested in um, Afghanistan in general. They and Russia are both starting to spy Afghanistan, yeah. and they're like, we'd like to get in there. And they think Lahore is like a good way because it's connected. So mm-hmm. they're like, we can just go that way. So, And they know that Ranjit's like real sick and real old, so they're like, is he dead yet? <laughs> is he dead yet? <laughs> We'd love if he'd be dead. Uh, but so they send a Scottish naval officer named Lieutenant or Lieutenant, if you're British, uh, Alexander Burns. Ooh, we yeah. got we got like a Mad Scotsman man in here. And Burns goes a thousand miles up the Indus River to get to Lahore. That was the easiest way. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a naval officer, so yeah. How else he get his boat there? <laughs> so funny. If he goes by the, if he goes, if he walks, they're like on foot. Is he there yet? Well, he had to take the river. Yeah, it's what? a thousand miles. Well, he's a naval officer. <laughs> he's got a boat. What is he supposed to do? He doesn't know how to walk. You can't paddle a boat on the sand. <laughs> well, I think it also shortcuts from. Um, you don't have to probably run into so many uh, groups of bandits who want to take your money and, and like, kill you. Mountains and stuff. Yeah, it's just. just I don't know if it's easiest, but I think they also wanted to just map out the Indus River. So like, just go. Yeah, there's a reason why people don't like people take the Nile instead yes. of just like walk going up the Red Sea and then like walking for a few hundred miles. No, it sucks. What? Just just take the long way. That's a river, so it's you don't have to walk. It's way better. Hope you brought a canoe. <laughs> Hope you brought some <laughs> crocodile spray. Because <laughs> there's a river. There's a river. 
Um, and like I said, the British know uh, a lot about Ranjit. They know that he's sick. They know that he's weird. They know he's obsessed with horses. So <laughs> he's a horse girl. They bring him some horses on the boat that they travel for a thousand miles hey, with. You like um, horses. And he looks at that gift horse right in the mouth, all over the body. And then he says, I like them. Uh, and then he calls them little elephants because apparently they're like big horses. Ooh, they brought him like Clydesdales. Yeah. He's like, oh my God. And then Burns hangs out for a couple months. He gets wine dined and sexied all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, like, he doesn't have anything to complain about. He's like, this is a great time. I love being here. This is way better than uh, Scotland. Yeah. Or wherever he He's Scottish, lived. yeah. <laughs> wherever he's from. Um, but Josiah, he doesn't like Burns at all. Mm. Uh, he doesn't like, because he thinks he's gross, and he thinks he's a braggart. Is he, or is uh, he just cooler than... I think it's, like, because Josiah's, like, I don't like when people drink because I'm a Quaker, and I think he (laughs) he thinks he's slutty, so he's, like, you're gross. This hot, slutty Scott man is here. Yeah, I hate that. And he's cooler than me. Right. And at this point, uh, Josiah has has been offered to be governor, and he accepted, but he's still not governor yet. Ranjit makes him hang out Mm -hmm. to, like, learn how to do stuff. So I think he's also just frustrated, and then Ranjit's, like, taking extra time to just flirt with a Scotsman. He's like, come on, dude. Please. I want to just go my job. No one else has made me train before they gave me a job. I know. Everyone else just lets me do it. So finally, he becomes the governor of Gujarat, but first he has to sign that contract that everybody told him about that says, I work for you forever, and if uh, you fight against my own people, then I have to fight with you, no matter what. No matter what. Which he's not worried about because he's like, Americans in Afghanistan, that's ridiculous. <laughs> they would never. They'd never come here. Since when? And I'm like, not for like a couple hundred years. You know, like, <laughs> we'll be there eventually, <laughs> but not now. But also, you'd have to bring it in front of like a court. And a judge. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. No one, no one's gonna uphold that contract. No, no, no. So, uh, I mean, I don't. Maybe in India, they, I don't know. They might. They're gonna take it your depends. nose. They're gonna take your whole nose. I mean, as far as uh, what I know about contracts, that sounds legit. <laughs> I think that you could do that. <laughs> um, but Ben, wait, you can take people's noses in contracts? That's you can do that. And yeah, I mean, in, yeah, all, like, I mean, they'd have to sign the contract willingly. But what I'm saying is like. If they agree to the terms, you can kind of do almost anything as long as it's not a crime. But, like, if it's something you're allowed to give up, like, you could do that. I don't know. Are you allowed to give up? Is taking off your own nose a crime? If you do it yourself? I don't think so. <laughs> Bruce, email us. Bruce, send us an email. Is this contract allowed? <laughs> um, that's my contract teacher for anybody who's wondering. Um but uh, Ben points out that, you know, Americans in Punjab in the early 1800s, like, that's not going to happen, like yeah. I said. So he's like, that's hilarious. But it's funny that Ben says that, too, because he found out about this because he was in Afghanistan right. for a war thing. You were so, there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, in, like, the 1980s or something. History's weird, man. <laughs> not in the 1820s. That's stupid. But so, yeah, Josiah's not even worried about that part. He's worried about the forever and the nose and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what he cares about. But he gets an elephant and a sword. Well, hey. And a fancy dress that That, says, I'm governor. That sounds like a really good contract. Uh, His friends, Avita Bile and Ventura, that we talked about in the last one, but that's Mm -hmm. been a while. But they're they're all, like, former 
officers for Napoleon Mm -hmm. to varying degrees of, like, actually did something. They both are also um, in similar positions right now of being governors of certain areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And these were the bros that he was in that painting with where they were all, like, buds. Like, they were (laughs) such buds that they commissioned a painting. That's intense. That's so fun. I know, and it's gone. It's so upsetting. If you have the painting, give it up, dude. Like, I want to show see it. us. Why won't you show? Email us. <laughs> um, but they get similar positions. But he stops liking them after that um, mm-hmm. because he says both of them are being very brutal in their provinces. And he doesn't mm-hmm. think that's cool. Yeah. Um, specifically, Avita Bile is, like, very brutal. And they already knew that. He was already, like, kind of a murderer before. <laughs> yeah. um, he was already Josiah's least favorite because he's, like, loves killing people like executing people yeah too much um too much yeah <laughs> but um now that he has full like free reign basically on his area because ranjit's not really um like micromanaging them he's just like just take care of this i don't care about this a bit you mm-hmm. do it um he's just like going full ham you know wild on them so i'm just like please don't do this. Don't. I meant hog wild, and then also, like, he's just going ham, and then I said full ham wild. It was a lot. That's a new bumper sticker. <laughs> full ham wild. I'm about to go full ham <laughs> wild. 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 Um, like, I have a quote that says, they chop off men's hands and feet, uh, this is about Avita Bile, mm-hmm. and hang up uh, with as little reason as the worst of the Sikhs. I have seen foreigners fall into the customs and join hand and heart in the tyrannies and vices of the Sikhs, oh. which are which is just how Ranjit does things. So mm. they're doing that equally, if not worse. Oh. Um, and Josiah is, like, anti-wealth generally because mm-hmm. of Quakerness. Uh, so he doesn't care about the local rich people. He's like, they're like, you should be sucking up to us because we're rich. And he's like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I'm treating everyone pretty equally because that's what Quakers do. And uh, so they start whining to Ranjit. Like, he's not being nice, you know, <laughs> to the rich people. He's not sucking up. Yeah. And then Ranjit's like, I don't even care. And just ignores them. Like I said, doesn't micromanage. Yeah. Uh, and tells Josiah, do whatever you want. <laughs> like, literally this piece of garbage. I don't care about it. <laughs> it's like if you made him, like, the governor of, like, Cleveland. You're just like, just go. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, he's mean. And, and you know, he's like, Ranjit's like the president. He's like, I don't care like about Cleveland specifically. I want you to know that I spent the entire time since you said Cleveland uh-huh. trying to decide if I should make. Imagine having a governor of Cleveland. I'm like, <laughs> does it have a governor? I'm though? sure they have a mayor, not am a I, governor. Am I going to look stupid if I <laughs> assume they don't have a governor and then they do? I'm sure they have a mayor, not a governor. <laughs> But, you know, it's just, when you get to local government, there's, like, weird names for things that are confusing right. that I don't understand. Imagine if you're the comptroller for Afghanistan. <laughs> like, there's one that's, like, a corporate officer, even though it's, like, for the state. And I'm yeah. like, this doesn't make sense. What do you do? I, how is it corporate? I don't understand. Do you, like, manage the corporations in the state? Of the state? Of the state? For you, the state? You're the corporation of Cleveland? Is it a corporation it. if it's state-owned? <laughs> it's confusing. Sounds government to me. Anyway. We're idiots. <laughs> but so, yeah, Josiah just gets to do whatever he wants. Uh, ben is unclear and communicates. He's not sure if Josiah has a wife or, you know, wife, quotations, wife, mm-hmm. or, like, concubines or anything. And he says probably, but he never talks about it when he's writing. He doesn't really talk about women in general. Mm-hmm. He talks about them, like, being attractive, you know, like, seeing pretty women in general. But no specific women, like, kind of ever, mm-hmm. besides his fiance that broke up with him. So... He's like, I don't, like, he probably has, like, a wife or something, but he just doesn't, like, have an emotional connection to her or really care, which is, like, fair. But, like, pretty much that's standard, that everybody gets a wife and then gets concubines who Mm -hmm. works with Ranjit. Uh, 
Yeah. So, like, probably. And it's not like you're sleeping with all of them all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you have a warehouse full of secretaries that don't do anything. Yeah, totally. They just clean your house. But and they're, like, you can have sex with them. married to you still. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and I think that's mostly just to point out that, like, if people are wondering where a romance element is, it doesn't exist, basically. Like, he doesn't have one. This is not a romantic story. <laughs> He's a loser. It's only romantic in his mind and, like... You know, 19th century romantic epic poem kind of thing. Yeah, it's big romanticism, yes, not instead small of romance. Flirty romanticism. Yeah. Instead of it being cute, then it's just like big dramatic. He's in love with Alexander the Great. It's emotional and dramatic. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, Burns, meanwhile, the Scottish guy, um, he goes all the way to Afghanistan. He says, see you later, Ranjit, goes to Afghanistan. Uh, stops in Kabul to hang out like everybody does because yeah. it's the coolest. And then he goes, like, onto the Caspian Sea and then back to London. Oh. Like, he just goes all the way through. Bye-bye. He just rolling. Yeah. Uh, he gets back to London and people are obsessed with him because he's been to these <laughs> places they've never even imagined going. Oh so they're God. just like, tell me everything yeah. about all that you did. And the government is specifically interested because, like I said, they're fighting with Russia uh, over, like, kind of, like, a Cold War kind of situation of, like, mm-hmm. who's going to take Afghanistan? Who's going to make the first move? Yeah. Because Russia's coming in from the top and uh, Britain's coming in from the bottom, coming from in. India and then just, just Russia straight down from like R- Kazakhstan. Russia don't come in from the bottom anymore. <laughs> no, Russia's a top. <laughs> or it will. I don't. When yeah. do they do their Japan thing? That's later, isn't it? It's later, yeah. Because that's like Romanovs. And that's like they come around, you know, it's like not even. Yeah. <laughs> they would come from the top if they could. If but they, they could. <laughs> they could. They're no too one, old. They can't no do it anymore. No one wants to go out there. <laughs> it's no. scary. Imagine everything scary about Russia, but with tigers. Right. And then. And then Burns talking about it to the public also accelerates Britain's want to take it because then all the people are very interested, too, not just the government. Mm -hmm. So Burns helps them be like, we should take Afghanistan, you know? Look how happy everyone is about it. (laughs) Everyone loves it. So thanks, buddy. Um, And he also gets—or he starts calling himself uh, Sikandar, which is Alexander in Persian. Um, And by he, I mean Burns. Yeah. Um, But to be fair— uh, Burns' birth name is Alexander. His first name is. <laughs> That's cool. So, like, I I know that it's a brag and saying he's like Alexander the Great, but, like, he has a good out by being like, but that's my actual name. I'm just shaking my head because <laughs> you know Josiah, like, heard about it and he's like, oh, hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. no. Yeah, Josiah is pissed about it. He hears that people are calling him Sikander, and he knows that's what they call Alexander, and he's like, Ugh. That's supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be Alexander the Great. I'm the cool guy. Even though, like, you know, Josiah's here to, like, take over. And Burns is, like, technically not. You know, Mm -hmm. he works for the British Army and they want to do it. But it's kind of eh. You know, he's not doing it himself. He just walked through and, like, hung out. Yeah, he's just scouting things out. You know, whereas Josiah's like, I have to be like the conqueror man. And I'm like, okay. Oh. Calm down. Um, And then surprise guest... Uh, shows up to Oprah Gujarat. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Mulvey. He we talked about him before. He's an alchemist oh. that um, Josiah met in Kabul. 
not Muhammad Ali, which was the alchemist he took to Kabul, who then died there from cholera. Mm-hmm. This is a different one. Different alchemist. But he and Malvi and Jubber used to, like, hang out in yeah. Jalalabad. And they like, had, like, winter, like, hangouts. Yeah, and they he's went like, this is to... the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And Jubber's like, I built it with slaves. So it's, like, it's a good time. Yay. Friends. Um, so you know it was quality. Yeah. But so Malvi shows up just randomly in Gujarat and is like, hey. And oh. Josiah's like, what's up, buddy? And so he hangs out there for, like, years. Oh. Malvi just chills with Josiah, like, mm-hmm. having fun. Malvi's obsessed with Freemasons, which I'm like, sweetie, it's boring. Don't even worry about it. Uh, but he, but Josiah won't tell him about it, so he gets really frustrated, and he's like, I'm going to go to Europe and become a Freemason, because he's, like, so obsessed with, like, that he won't give him the secret. I mean, alchemists are obsessed with secrets. Oh, yeah. So, like, they he's really know. upset about it's it. Like, what if they have, what if they know? Uh, and then he's not the only fun guest we have in Gujarat. I have to read you a description of <gasps> one guy. Abraham Lincoln. A lot. <laughs> Michael Scott. Abraham Lincoln. Imagine. John Adams. Oh, right. Uh, his name is, he introduces himself as Alexander Gardner, but he also goes by Gordana Khan. Whoa. Um, to his same. followers. Same. <laughs> same. That's my nickname, too. Um, Gordonicon. Gordonicon. Um, I'm Helonicon. <laughs> but he's a, a soldier of fortune, wanderer, and even more impossibly, another American by his own account. What? There's already a guy here. What? He's got Khan at the end of his name, followers, who's American. Excuse, first American. Well, he's a second American. But this says first. Well, no, Gouj- or, uh, Gordana Khan's been there already <gasps> before Harland, Josiah. What? What's happening? He's way, everyone is so much better than Josiah. <laughs> There's some, like, he is lit- a person who is him is already here and he's mm-hmm. doing better than him. It's so sad. But yeah, Gardner, <laughs> they're like, you mean or Gordana Khan? Like, are you kidding me? What? Are you? I've been here for years. I've been here for years, and I still don't have a con name. Come on. How did he find out, or how did they meet? So, so I guess Gardner just shows up. Gordana Khan just beca- just comes to his place, his like governorship, mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, buddy, what's up?" And he's like, "Who? What? Who are you? Why is this white guy who speaks like an American <laughs> usurper? Confusing." Um, Gardner says that he. Uh, was born in 1785 to a Scottish father and Anglo-Spanish mother wow. in Wisconsin. Uh, it says what is now Wisconsin. Because <laughs> well, yeah. it technically wasn't Wisconsin Definitely yet. was not like a state yet. But, you know. Um, like, like was, was Wisconsin part of the Louisiana Purchase? Presumably. Yeah, like 1780s. That's no, 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 like no, no, no. not no, very. It's not real. They're like, yeah, pioneers it's, in the woods. It's not real. It's not real yet. People just out there <laughs> catching beavers or whatever. Uh, there's also not claims, real. though, other people say that he's not actually American, that mm-hmm. he's um, Irish. He's Canadian. And that he's from Congloos. Gloos? Congloos? I don't know. I, I don't want to make a joke and say that's not a real place. <laughs> I guess it, it is. Is it an Irish place? Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess so. Um, and then he had been trained to be a gunner, uh, possibly in the British Army. He ended up a mercenary and a roaming brigand. Um, and he insisted that his little band of war- were warriors, not bandits. We did not slaughter except in self-defense, he wrote publicly. <laughs> okay. Or proudly, sorry. Mm-hmm. But so while Josiah was in Kabul, I guess Gardner had been in the mountains fighting a guerrilla campaign against Dost Muhammad. So they were like both right there. He's like so much better at this. Yeah. 
And then he's got a wife and, like, a cute little baby, but they were both murdered by Dost Muhammad's forces. So in the wake of his tragedy, Gardner resolved to seek more regular employment. (laughs) It says. That's such a, uh, like, job interview question. They're like, so why did you leave your last job? Oh, because so I was in a fight, and then they killed my my wife and my baby. And then I was like, you know, I need more stable employment than this. I need, I'm just seeking a better work-life balance. It's <laughs> a really funny way to put it, Ben. <laughs> but, uh, so he's on his way to Lahore because he wants to get employment with Ranjit. Um, and that's why he's in Gujarat, because he's just on the way. Mm-hmm. And... You know, Josiah's like, what? <laughs> this is a lot of information. Excuse you? What's happening? How, like how when dare. you when you meet yourself, you know, like meet yourself in a mirror, you're like, what is this happening? What's happening? So he meets him. Oh, God. I remember when that <laughs> happened to me. I got so sad. I'm like, you're so much better than me. Oh, gross. That's what I could be, and I'm not. I'm such a loser. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, but I'm not a, you know, white man, so. Right. Uh, I don't have that self-confidence yeah. that comes from nowhere. It's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, but so, and then Josiah meets a reverend, uh, Joseph Wolf, who's a, a Bavarian son of a rabbi who converted from Judaism to Lutheranism to Roman Catholicism before he settles on Anglicanism as being the correct I don't know religion. Who should be, which religion should be more insulted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that he ditched or like the one he ended up on. That he's like, this is the one. Like, all the ones he ditched are like, really? You moved on to that? Yeah. It's weird. Like, Lutheranism to Catholicism is a weird way to go. It's like, usually the other way. Like, I don't mean to be, like, <laughs> savage to Catholics, but it seems like a bit of a backslide. It does. Yeah. I mean, and just, like, historically, yes. And then and then that he's like, you know what? No, it's Anglicanism. And I'm like, no offense to Anglicans, but like the religion that started because your king wanted to get divorced, like seems odd. But, but uh, okay. Before I learned about his flippity doodahs, uh, I was going to make a joke that you can't trust this man. His last name is Wolf. Yeah. You can't trust Father Wolf. Reverend Wolf. Reverend Wolf even worse. <laughs> Hello, I'm Reverend Wolf. Reverend Wolf. And this is my flock. With two Fs, Wolf. Excuse you. Excuse. You, you can't, can't have sheep when you're a wolf. What? Um, and he decides it's his job, Reverend Wolf, to bring the gospel to the ten lost tribes of Israel, which oh. are, of course, all in the Middle East because mm-hmm. that's where Israel is. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like kind of there's an implication in the Bible that they go all the places. Yeah, like so that they're and that's why they're lost because you don't know where they are. They don't know where they are. They're lost. But he thinks they're all in the Middle East still. Okay, because the world was smaller in the Bible. I don't know. So <laughs> like you can get lost in the grand global sense. Yeah. But if you like a child, you can get lost in a supermarket. Totally, and like you know, there's just less people, so they're probably still here, just like around. And so uh, he. Is there to convert them. That's mm-hmm. his whole goal. Which, you know... To Anglicanism? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People in the Middle East. Uh, and they, like, listen, I did it. I used... Listen, I got Jews in I my was family. A, yeah, I was a Jew. Uh, and then I changed it up. Yeah. For a few years. And then I said, I found it. You know, you just got to find your way. You just got to find my way. Just because you started on a religion doesn't mean <laughs> you got to stay there. You can go wherever you want. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's what he's doing here. Um, okay. Okay. And I have a description of him from the book where it says, almost spherical in shape. Oh. He was a most curious looking man, <laughs> wrote one female acquaintance. Oh. His frame seemed very unfit to bear the trials and hardships of which he had 
been exposed upon his travels. That is rude. His face is very flat, deeply <laughs> marked with smallpox. His complexion, that of dough. Oh. And I've seen a picture of him. She's right. Um, and oh, my gosh. his hair flaxen. This is so, this is bad. But honestly, like, women always get dunked on, so, like, you deserve this. Yeah, like, this is, he's getting the women treatment right now. Yeah. And this is from a woman, so I appreciate it. His gray eyes roll and start and fix themselves at times most fearfully. His pronunciation of English is very remarkable. He's great (laughs) in English, which he's like, it's from Europe. Um, So, yeah. Uh, His voice is deep and impressive, but at times, having given way to great and deep enthusiasm, it becomes more or a most curious treble, the effect of which is so startling one can scarcely refrain from laughing. I feel like he's a weird mix of an overbred dog. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you have like a like an English bulldog or a pug or something, and right. their eyes are just like bugging out. Also, wouldn't it be hilarious if he was bad at English and he was a reverend of S- Anglicanism? See, <laughs> that's how I interpreted her remark on remarkable uh-huh i'm like that sounds like someone being like the way he says words is just really it's something it's a feat to behold it is something <laughs> which doesn't mean like it's good i forget <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do his grasp of english is remarkable remarkable <laughs> Um, you would remark oh, upon yes. it. This is, so this is about what he does while he's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says he argued with Christians and Jews, with Hindus and Mohammedans, with Catholics and Protestants, with Sunnis and Shias. He argued about almost everything, about the Pope, the Millennium, Muhammad, the Second Coming, and the End of the oh. World. And what would, is, What's this guy doing? <laughs> he was born to be a Jew. What are you talking about? <laughs> he loves arguing. He loves arguing. He's arguing with anyone. Uh He argued good humorously, tirelessly, and without any regard, whatever, for the consequences. Uh, So, yeah. Mark of the Jew. And, like, bad things happen to him while he's doing this. Like, somebody puts him in chains because he's annoying. Uh, Other bandits tie him to the tail of a horse. He gets robbed. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They robbed and stripped naked three times, and he almost gets burned alive. Well, he's had... Um, But apparently he's real nice while this is all happening. He's pretty chill about it. (laughs) Oh, no. And, uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I, have a, I have one to do this. It says, the murderous Amir of Bokhara, uh, infamous as the man who put the two English visitors in the pit before beheading them. In the pit. Took one look at Wolf, who had come in to ascertain the fate of the murdered pair, and got such giggles, he was unable to speak. <laughs> the sight of Wolf, clad in full canonicals with the Bible in hand, made the Amir shake with uncontrollable <laughs> laughter. So, you know, if you're coming in here to be, a, like, a jerk and tell people their religion is wrong, at least, like, look funny. Because oh, then people will like it. That's so charming. Yeah. And <laughs> the most shocking thing about Reverend Wolf oh is that uh, he then leaves for London, mm-hmm. marries an earl's daughter what? somehow, what? has a son, and then goes right back to the Middle East. What? To like, oh, well, I got to get back there. That's my job is I got to convert them. You know, I just took a break here to get married and have a child. See ya. Rolls on back. Whoa. Well. Uh, and when he meets Josiah, Wolf doesn't know that he's white. Like, because he's just, he's just going to meet with the governor of Gujarat. So mm-hmm. he assumes that he's uh, brown. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's assuming he's going to be a brown-skinned person and that he's going to be probably Muslim, right? And then he wants to talk to him about how cool Christianity is. And then... When he gets to his chambers, he hears Josiah whistling Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh, no. So then he's like, what? Um, 
And then he peeks into the door, and he's, like, in there in his robes, like, smoking a hookah, this white dude. And he's like, what's up, man? Sup? <laughs> and he's like, oh. Oh. Weird. Um, what, what, what are you? Yeah. I'm a Quaker. I'm a Quaker. He's like, oh, ew, Anglicanism all the ew, way. Ew, ew, ew. Also, you don't look like a Quaker. What are you doing here? Why are you the governor of this place? <laughs> I don't mean to be racist, but you don't look like a Quaker. <laughs> like, what? Also, are he you? had to be, like, I wonder how many governorships of Ranjit stuff he went to where it was a white European guy, and he's like, damn it. Like, this really? is not what I was looking for. Are any of you lost? Come on. Perchance. But uh, he... He apparently just stays for a couple days to chats with people in Gujarat, and then he decides to make a pit stop to America, you oh, know, yeah. on the way um, to I don't know where. Back to England? <laughs> what? I don't know. But he gets an honorary degree in Annapolis. I'm not sure for what. This guy's—who's this guy? <laughs> he goes to Congress what? to, like, just talk to him about something. I don't know. And then— <laughs> What? And then Ben is assuming that this guy tells them that he met a Quaker in Afghanistan or, like, mm-hmm. or in that area, and that— uh, they're like, no way. <laughs> like, that's really confusing. Washington, Washington's like, we didn't send why, anyone. Why would that happen? That doesn't make sense. We didn't, what? Uh, so, yeah. And then in two pages, Ben basically skips, uh, like, an entire small war, which I get because Josiah's not in it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, we spent so much time on him walking to Kabul. And then he's like, the first time there's a battle, he's like, anyway. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, what happened? <laughs> ben... Um, but so I'm going to tell you what happens in two sentences because that's my summary strategy. If he spends a page, I'm doing a sentence. New so, new podcast <laughs> idea, two sentence wars. Two sentence wars. Each so, episode's like two minutes. Basically, Shuja finally gets off his butt and then he tries to take back over Peshawar, which is what he wanted the whole time. And he wants Kabul too, which I'm like, just take what you can get, buddy. Uh, but he loses to Dos Muhammad like immediately mm-hmm. and then literally runs away before the battle's over. Like he just decides they've already lost so he bails and runs all the way back to Lutiana again. Bye. So just epically fails. Is that a war? Uh, (laughs) And then, uh, but Ranjit gets Peshawar in the process Mm -hmm. because Shuja promised this, he asked the Sikhs for help and he promised them if they helped him get Kabul, which is what he actually wants, he'd give them Peshawar. Hmm. Um, And even though they failed, the Sikhs still had enough power to take over Peshawar while they were there. So they're like, cool, we're going to keep this. This is ours. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Uh, But so even though Shuja lost, they still get something and they're happy about it. Josiah's like, I don't care about Shuja basically anymore. Um, But he didn't go because he works for Ranjit, right? So he wasn't allowed to go. Mm -hmm. Dost Muhammad's really upset about it, like losing Peshawar, obviously, because that's like the barrier between these two states. And like Kabul is right next to it. So he's just like, hmm. I need him to not be here. And he sends a message to Ranjit that says, If out of haughtiness the Maharaja does not pay heed to my request, I will gird up my loins for battle and become a thorn in the courtyard of your rose garden. I will muster an army of crusaders who know nothing except fighting unto death. I will create tumult on all sides and a scene of chaos everywhere. Just like, get out or it's going to be banned for you. I'm going to gird my loins and be one thorn in an entire garden. In a garden. I'm going to be the Lego in the night. (laughs) To which Ranjit responds, we have broken the heads of refractory chiefs and put our foes in irons. If the dost out of avarice and greed desires to give battle with the small force he has, let him come. Come at me, bro. Bring it on, dude. Come at me. Literally come at me, bro. Uh, so, yeah, they... So now they're getting ready for big fight, mm-hmm. right? Because now it's the two big boys are like, hey, don't. Hey. No, you don't. 
I said, don't first. And like, at this point, you know, I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for, some big epic battle. I'm into it. Let's mm-hmm. go, fam. Uh, don't get that excited. <laughs> so <laughs> Wow, it's just like Game of Thrones. I, I was disappointed. <laughs> so um, Dost Muhammad decides he has one very powerful weapon on his side. Haley, do you know what it is? Dragons. No. <laughs> it's like the most famous weapon in the Middle East, religious intolerance. <laughs> oh. It's going to be like elephants? No. Nope. <laughs> religious intolerance. So the Muslims of Kabul hate the Sikhs and think they're infidels. Yeah. So he's like, great. We're going to say all these infidels are coming up on our territory. We got to kick them out. Make it Open. about religion, fam, then everyone's excited. Open the gates. And Dost Muhammad personally... Uh, is pretty tolerant as a dude. Like we, when, you know, Josiah was in Kabul, Christians are intermarrying with Muslims and Hindus and it's all fine and dandy. Nobody cares. Yeah. So he personally doesn't have a problem with it, but he's like, it's a good strategy, you know? And a lot of people get upset really easily. And specifically, he wants to get his brothers to team up together because mm-hmm. he knows his fighting force is too small. And his brothers are very Muslim. So he's like, cool, these freaking Sikhs are all up in our business. Just got to rile them up. Get rid of them. And obviously, I want to say, like, it's not just a Middle East thing. Like, a lot of people use religious intolerance for wars. It's just they do it so consistently and even currently that I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of your, like, theme, you know? There's a lot of religions in the area, and people are mad about it. Yeah, and it's like the birthplace of a lot of religions, Mm -hmm. which makes it a lot more heated. It's even more aggressive. It's like, yeah, people in, like, Europe complain and war about religion Pretty much in the same amount of constancy. Totally. But it's not, like, from there. No, and, like, uh, most of that's just, like, different forms of the same thing, you yeah. know, which is, like, like Sia, uh, or Sunnis and Shias, too. Uh, but in the Middle East, it's, like, not just Sunnis and Shias, but they've got their Jews, you know, from Israel, and they've got Hindus right from there, too. So it's a lot of things. And Sikhs, it's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I get it. Everybody has the hometown advantage. Right. I want to be clear. I'm not trying to insult them about that. I know other people do it. It's just they do it especially. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. And I'm like, and they're using it as a tactic, that it's not even necessarily he cares. You mm-hmm. know, it is a tool that he can use and has been used over and over again. Yeah. And so he gets a whole bunch of money, Dost Mohammed, by torturing people and extorting them, just like random traveler people. He even, there's a guy that they accidentally torture to death, and he's like, I didn't oh. want him to die. I wanted his money. Oh, Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Come on. Dang it. Um, and then eventually he thinks he's ready to retake Peshawar with his half-brother, Sultan Mohammed. Remember, like, Dost Mohammed has a whole bunch of half-brothers because they're, like, family split up, mm-hmm. and they all sort of hate each other. But, like, also work together because they have to. Yeah. Because they just own a whole bunch of the little pieces because they broke it up like Germany. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a mistake. So now they're always mad at each other, but they're also like, you're my only ally. So I guess. <laughs> Imagine having alliances in a game of Monopoly. Yeah. And they're all your siblings always. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I don't trust you, though. <laughs> but I don't trust you. But I don't trust you because I grew up with you and I know you're a rat. <laughs> I know. You're my sibling, <laughs> so I know you're an evil I little rat. I know you're evil. But Sultan was the former chief of Peshawar. So he obviously wants it back. And Dost Muhammad's like, sure, we'll get it back for you, buddy. Uh, Ranjit summons a big force hoping to not just get Peshawar, or keep it, I should say, because they have it right now, but also to maybe get Jalalabad and Kabul while mm-hmm. he's there. He's like, I mean, just sweep in there. I'll you know? just, you know, pick it up. Why not? Way. I know we could just keep our stuff we already have, but what if I got more stuff? And I want more stuff. I love stuff. Um, 
but he needs a diplomat who knows Dost Muhammad personally. So Josiah's coming this time. Oh, no. This is the first time Josiah's ever been qualified for a job. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm not even mad about this one because it's like, yeah, he's been there. He's been in Dost Muhammad's court. He knows him personally. He is the smartest person for you to take. Yeah. Amazing. First time ever he's been really qualified. (laughs) Create your own opportunities, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And our non-binaries. Um, but they get to the battlefield, and already Ranjit has way more forces than Dost Muhammad does. Mm-hmm. But Ranjit, uh, Ben explains, prefers um, brains over brawn. So he wants to do it smart, uh, even though he has more people. He's like, I want to be tricky about it. Oh, just because. So, just yeah, less people for you to lose, so you get to keep them. And also just, uh, I like being smart. Mm-hmm. So he sends Josiah in, also with, like, a doctor friend of Ranjit's, because remember, Ranjit's obsessed with, or he's, like, a hypochondriac, and he loves doctors. Mm-hmm. So he sends Josiah and one of his favorite doctors um, to go over to Dos Muhammad's camp to, like, chit-chat with him. And he says, try to bargain with Dos Muhammad, but try to create strife between him and his brothers. Uh, okay. Like, that's the goal. Uh, and, you know, he already knows some of them, so he's like, sure, can <laughs> I, do. I can do that. So Josiah makes it to Sultan Muhammad's camp, and he's like, hey, your brother's doing all this crazy stuff, right? Like, shouldn't you just go with uh, Ranjit? Like, he'll just give you what you want, you know, if you just come over here with us, basically. Mm-hmm. And Dos Muhammad hears that Josiah's there. Yeah. And then he's going to, like, he's like, I'm going to go down there and confront him personally because he's real upset about it. Like, he shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sultan tells him that Josiah had been put to death uh, while his elephant and properties have been made booty. 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 He'd been made booty. (laughs) And people in the camp of Dos Muhammad are super excited because they've seen Josiah and they kind of see him because he was dressing up like a holy man as like a mythical figure in a way. And so they didn't like they kind of don't even believe it's possible that you could kill him, which is so depressing because he's just some stupid guy. And I'm like, just stab him. Like, it's so easy to kill him. Mm -hmm. He's just a person. But, uh, you know, it's like similar to like conquistadors are treated in uh, like Central and South America. Yeah. That it's like they think he's some sort of, I don't know, heroic god type. And it's like, it's so irritating. Mm-hmm. But so they're like, wow, he killed him. That's awesome. Uh, but, of course, he did not kill him. But he did um, not. <laughs> Narrator. But he didn't. But he did not. That would be a weird way to end. <laughs> he's like, he murdered him. The end. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he did not. No. Uh, and it was declared, now the brothers had become one and had wiped away their enemies in Ferengi blood. <laughs> like, oh. they bonded over murdering him, and now we're friends again. <laughs> we we hold hands and dip our conjoined hands into a pool of white blood. <laughs> and we are now brothers again. Uh, nope, Sultan just is a huge liar, and he said he was dead, and he's not. Um, although, apparently it's unclear if Sultan sent that message or somebody else did mm-hmm. uh, in, like, his camp. But I'm like, why would someone else send? Like, I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to do. Like, at least so, without his approval. No, yeah, yeah, approval. Uh, and so Josiah tells Sultan, while they have a couple days before they think he's dead, um, that he needs to ditch his brother and... Uh, Ranjit is going to, like I said, give him what he wants, even though he's not going to give him Peshawar, so I don't know what he's going to give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sultan is convinced, and he joins him. And then they go to see Dos Muhammad once Dos Muhammad figures out that uh, Josiah is not dead. Yeah. And they go to visit, and they're like, hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> You're not dead? <sighs> and then they have a really tense standoff where, like, they're arguing a whole bunch, and then 
because it is uh, Afghan like civility custom. Uh, they start bringing out food, <laughs> like to set up. It's so nice. It's like they're at a war table and then they just filled it with food. And uh, this is the war room. We can't fight in the war room, right? And once it gets there, Dost Muhammad says to Sultan, "Like, hey, um, I got this like fermented milk for you mm-hmm. um, that you need to drink specifically because I don't want you to get um, like heat stroke and dehydration because I guess it's very hydrating mm-hmm. fermented milk." It's definitely not poisoned. Yeah. And Josiah specifically says that, like, I guess he says when you're in the desert there, like, that's the best thing for you to drink for you to feel, like, satisfied and, like, healthy again is, like, he said sour milk. And I was like, ew. I know Mm. fermented is technically kind of sour, but I wish you wouldn't say sour. Um, But do they mean, like, milk that has gone bad or it's actually been? It's been fermented. Fermented. He's just saying the taste is sour, Mm. I think. Right, which is why I'm like, don't use the word sour. That means something else (laughs) with milk specifically. But, uh, yeah, he's like, drink this. And then Sultan is like, well, I can't drink it first. Like, this is your table. You got to drink it first. And then they fight about it for a bit. And Josiah (laughs) is having a great time. He thinks it's hilarious. He's like, this is so fun to be witness to. He's munching on melons, (laughs) having a a little bit of milk. Just hilarious. But not from their cup (laughs) because Well, no, there's only one cup. Oh, there's only one? Yeah. And uh, it's like a bowl. But so uh, they fight about it for a bit, and he thinks it's funny, even though he also is aware that it's like this decides the fate of him. Because, like, if Sultan dies from this, it's like they're going to kill you, mm-hmm. you know? So he's, like, having a good time anyway. Two royals, one cup. And then finally, um, Dost Muhammad takes the cup, and he takes a huge drink from it and then pushes it over. And, uh, you know, Josiah is like, and he won because— the point was not to poison his brother. The point was to see if his brother is trustworthy or not. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he thought he was going to poison him means he's doing <laughs> something wrong. Yeah. Why do you think your brother's going to poison you if not because you have been tricked or, like, you were doing something against him? It's like, because mostly because you were so insistent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so because of that, he's like, cool, now I know you're sketchy. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Like that Josiah did something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sultan drinks it and then Josiah also drinks it. <laughs> and he's like, yay. Yay. It's fun. Josiah is spying on Dost Muhammad's army after that for a little bit before he heads back to Ranjit's camp. And guess who else is back? Oprah. Jubber. Oh, Jubber. Yeah, the brother of Dost Muhammad. <laughs> Jubber the brubber. Jubber is back. And he's trying to convince Sultan to stay with Dost Muhammad instead. You know that Anglican reverend? Mm-hmm. He should be named Jubber. He should be Jubber. Jubber is such a, like, he chubby should be man name. Jubber. It's mm-hmm. like Flubber and, like, Chewbacca. Yeah. And I think his name was Jonathan, so it's like it works. <laughs> his name was Jonathan? It's also the J. Um, so, yeah, Jubber's trying to convince Sultan to stay with Dost Muhammad. Mm-hmm. But Josiah says he also doesn't seem like he super cares. Yeah. Like, he's just doing it, but he doesn't seem like, you have to because we're family. It's just like, <laughs> you no, don't go. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> and he thinks Jubber is actually on his side because they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they've been doing all this chit-chatting and not fighting at all. All this um, chit-chat. Ranjit's army has been getting into a really ad- advantageous position, ready Ooh. to fight for when we do fight. Ooh. 
And in such an advantageous position that Dos Muhammad meets with, like, advisors, and some of them say, we should just leave right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. he already has more people than we do. He's, like, doing something with your brother against you, and, like, we're going to lose. I don't know why we're even still here arguing. It's not a good position. Why are we just, like, sitting here for days? You yeah. know, it's not good. And then other people are like, no, we should try to do it. Like, we're more fierce and capable than they are. We can still beat them. Um, and... Dos Muhammad decides instead of doing either of those things, mm-hmm. he's going to kidnap Josiah and that doctor <laughs> yes. who had been accompanying him. And then Ranjit would be so upset that he's going to give up or something. And at the very least, you're <laughs> going to feel better. Yeah. You and, know and, what? Well, and he remembers that or he knows Ranjit's obsessed with the doctor. So he's like, we're going to keep Josiah and his doctor mm-hmm. that he keeps sending. And then he's going to have to give it up. And I'm like, eh. but, you know, I, I approve of kidnapping Josiah. So I'm yeah. good with it. And really, you only needed the doctor, but Josiah's the one who's going to make you feel better when yeah, you have he's to. such when, a little snot. I've been wanting to torture that guy for years. I hate him. Years. <laughs> I can't believe he's still here. I have a quote that says, even by the treacherous standards of Afghan diplomacy, imprisoning official ambassadors was frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not still not supposed to do that, even though they're kind of like, you know, tribal barbarian in general how they're governing themselves Mm -hmm. it's still not cool to do yeah um and to not lose face for himself like does muhammad doesn't want to be the one who's like oh i kidnapped the guy um he makes or he tricks sultan into doing it oh he's like you you know you need to get him for us i don't want you do it and sultan um takes them and then Dos Muhammad bails in the night, oh. right? It's like during nightfall, he just moves all of his troops out. <laughs> um, Josiah says he's actually really impressed with it because he moves them out without using a drum or anything. Silently, they just escape into the night. That's a sign of good training. Yeah, so he's like, they're very organized. I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> they would have slaughtered us. <laughs> I don't think so. But um, so, but Sultan has them now, and then Dos Muhammad bails. But he doesn't know that Sultan has switched sides already, so he takes them and then just gives them back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't kidnap them at all. He just <laughs> says, here you go. Um, and then, you know, he's like, can I get something? Because I tricked my brother into leaving. <laughs> yeah. So I get payment or something? Uh, and I think they do. So, so do I get, like, payment or whatever? I don't know. They don't talk about it anymore, so probably not. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fun looking at these events through just the microscopic human interactions. Yeah. Because if you didn't, if you hadn't really been paying attention to the story or you just, like, came from an outside perspective and you're like, I don't really know who the players are. I just know they sat down and had a talk. Yeah. And then the war went this way. Right. Would mean so little when you know that it's like, oh, there's brothers and they've, like, uh-huh. met this guy before. Right. And he's probably super annoyed. Totally. It's like, wow, this is all the drama. The right. drama And the way Ben writes it I think is really good because, you know, before when I was introducing so many people, it was like I'm having trouble keeping names and on track and, like, understanding what's going on. But a lot of the people he introduced before show up again mm-hmm. later when you get to, like, the meat and potatoes of what's going on. So then it's like, oh, okay, that wasn't just like, here's some fun information. It's like, yeah. no, you'll need that later when the thing happens. <laughs> so I'm like, it, it, it good works. Writing it too. makes sense. Yeah, yeah good job. Um, and at this point, it's like Death Escape 85 or something for Josiah, to right. which I say, who wrote this fiction? It is not very realistic, <laughs> to be honest. Your Mary Sue OC is ridiculous. They can't escape death every single time. It's insane. And yet they have no real skills. He's, no. He's, besides being clumsy and, I don't know. I've been to that country before. Religious. Yeah. Uh, he just keeps showing up. 
And Dost Muhammad's mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad about but it. But he respects Josiah's <laughs> gameplay. He's like, I see what you're doing. Clever. Clever. He does know things, and he did use that knowledge. So, like, good for you. Ranjit, however, is not happy about it. He's <laughs> real mad because he didn't want them to retreat. He wanted them to fight and then take Kabul and Jalalabad. And now they've gone back to those places to defend them. So he can't get them anymore. Yeah. So he's like, dude, what the hell did you do? I just told you to talk to them and make them fight, not this. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> fair. And then the audacity. Josiah is like, can I be governor of Peshawar? Because he likes Peshawar. That's where he got that eight-hour bath, so he's, like, really fond of he Peshawar. He really like. You can just visit places <laughs> again. No, because he can't because he has to be governor of the other place. So he's, <sighs> he has to be there. So he's like, can I Peshawar? And then he's like, absolutely not. You can't Peshawar. Ridiculous. <laughs> can I Peshawar? No. No, go back to your old stupid place. And he's like, oh, <laughs> waddles back over. At this point, Josiah is still sending Wade, that British captain, like letters all the time. Wow, really? They're the pen pals forever. That guy is just Be- reading these. He's still reading these like, oh my, I can't believe this guy is <laughs> still. With, like, what's with him? The whole, the whole like base gathers around and just like he just listens. Yeah, yeah. To whatever he reads these stories. Like, man. Um, this guy, how's he going to get out of it this time? Yeah, and if people don't remember, Wade is the <laughs> British officer from Ludhiana, the f- like place where we started basically this trip through uh, the Middle East, to, like, who... Josiah was like, you think that's a good idea? And he's like, I don't care what you do. So, like, and, and yeah. since then, he's been writing him letters all the time just to chat. And I'm like, you're such a loser. Like, mm-hmm. other guys whatever. Just, like, long-suffering and, mm-hmm. like, he's actually part of the military. But for once... Wade does want to talk to him because now he's in Ranjit's service and he's like, so how's Ranjit doing like health wise? And like, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going on with that? You think he'll die soon? Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, possibly, because Ranjit has a stroke during this time and mm-hmm. then asks Josiah to cure him of oh. it. Right? Because Josiah is supposedly a doctor. Because he's a doctor. Right. And he's like tried out all these other things that didn't work because he's got like partial, I think, face paralysis and, like, his speech is funky. Oh, no. So it was a bad stroke. He's old. And, like, he's already missing an eye. It's not good. So, like, (laughs) he, you know, is like, hey, help me out here. Um, And so Josiah says, okay. And then he makes a talisman out of a little figure of a pig Mm -hmm. and says that that'll cure it. That'll do it. Because he knows that Ranjit is, like, uh, superstitious. So mm-hmm. he thinks that's a good idea. Uh, it's not because Jose- or, uh, Ranjit knows that that's fake and he gets really mad. Uh, <laughs> How can you be superstitious be like, well, that one's fake, that one's though? Because like, he uses it. It doesn't work. Um, so he's like, it's fake. And then uh, Josiah's next plan is to that he says he needs electroshock therapy for his brain. Oh. Which is, like, I mean, much more medical than the talisman. Sure. Is it what you should do to a stroke victim? I don't know. Um, but it's the 1820s. We don't know what to do. Let's find out. Um, Ranjit accepts this, but he doesn't want Josiah to do it. He wants a British doctor to do it. Fair. An official one. I mean, yeah. Um, so it th- should have been an official one the whole time. So he asks the British to send him a doctor, and they do. Uh, amazingly, not to kill him. <laughs> I know. I'd I was like, like immediately, he's, they send an assassin. Like, is it just like a guy in dark robes with a scythe where they right. subtle about it at all? But I think in the way, um, not that I'm saying these guys are terrorists, but I think in the same way as, like, terrorist organizations, that, like, just because you kill the top head guy doesn't mean there aren't people ready to take the position underneath who are going to be mad at you and come yeah. at you full force so that like that's not always the move you, you can't know? just kill the president and then no. expect his regime to go away right 
usually dictators get replaced with a new one, even if you kill the old one. So there's always a vice president. Yeah, um, if they're smart, right? There should be a system. Exactly. You know, the ones often they do fall when you get rid of the main person, but it's because the other people have already kind of abandoned them. Yeah, they're like they've just been waiting. Right. Uh, I'm going to read to you what happens during this operation situation. Operation operate. Yes. Uh, After some delay, a day was appointed for electrifying the Maharaja. (laughs) But a difficulty arose on the part of his highness's attendants, who were afraid that the shock might be attended by fatal consequences. At length, the Maharaja begged them to be quiet and said he would take the bigly, which is electricity. Mm -hmm. Uh, We purposely put a small charge in the laden file and the Maharaja received it without evincing any particular emotion. Once witnessing the slight effect on their master, all of the courtiers entreated that we should give them a shock. (laughs) And this time we resolved to give them its full effect. Uh, the minister, so the minister Diane uh, Singh, joined hands with Jemindir Kushial Singh and he with others until a chain was formed of the whole party present in the Durbar. Oh! The jar now being charged to the full extent, they received a powerful shock which made them jump. Uh, not making allowance for the difference in the charge, the Maharaja naturally received credit of possessing a stouter heart and stronger nerves than any of his suite. So basically, uh, like you can do with, like, an electric fence, if you touch it by yourself, it hurts a lot. But mm-hmm. if you hold hands with your friends and you touch it, it hurts a lot less because it goes through all of you. Uh, so they did a small shock on Maharaja's brain to, like, and not maybe his brain, but, like, his head or something, to try to fix his brain. And it was, like, very slight, and he mm-hmm. didn't even really react to it. And then they all held hands and formed a chain and touched it at the same time with a full charge, but it got distributed through all their bodies. So they're like, wow, Maharaja can handle anything but he didn't because it was all these people connected yeah so like he probably received the same if not a lesser charge that time Ooh, man uh, even even if you're in the chain it must be rough and scary being that first person yeah like being the one to like Touch. connect mm-hmm. like okay you sure yeah. it's gonna which go was through all of which us? was probably maharaja right because he's already hooked up uh-huh. so it's probably they had it hooked up to him and they all just touched him and held uh-huh. hands <laughs> so they just had a fun time uh it didn't really do much though because yeah. obviously, if you use like if you if you do a treatment so little that it doesn't even really affect them, then it probably doesn't affect them. And maybe didn't do anything. Yes, um, that guy's name is Doctor McGregor. <laughs> oh, and he tries to convince Ranjit that electricity in general is like a cool thing, and like he could use that to communicate with people. Uh, and think, Ranjit what? thinks that's weird, and he doesn't trust it, so he doesn't want to. <laughs> well, yeah, if someone came and it's like, this is medicine, but it's also, you can use it to communicate, you can use it to, to turn on the light lights. up a room. Yeah. What kind of magic is this? I But, like, he loves superstitious, like, alchemy stuff, so, like, shouldn't he think it's cool? No. The answer's no. 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 And it's actually, he doesn't super like alchemy, I should say. It's more that, um... He just wants to know everything. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's obsessed with alchemy in a way of, like, tell me the secrets. Not so much that he thinks he doesn't like it because it's very secretive. Um, But, yeah. And Ranjit gets mad at Josiah about a horse thing that I didn't understand. I just don't care about. (laughs) Okay. Because he loves horses. Um, And then he learns that the Malvi is with him. Mm -hmm. um, Who's the alchemist guy, which is why I mentioned alchemy. Uh, And... That apparently they're making counterfeit coinage. Oh, that's bad. Uh, yeah, and I guess Ranjit had let the governor of Peshawar make his own coins, but he told him to. Mm-hmm. So he's like, that's fine. 
Whereas, yeah, sounds like Josiah might be making them himself. Yeah. I guess Josiah doesn't talk about this in his journals, um, which may be for a reason, or he didn't do it. It's not clear. Mm -hmm. But apparently Jubber taught him how to do it previously. Like he wrote, He wrote down that Jubber showed him how to counterfeit coins Jubber. when they were talking about alchemist stuff. Jubber! So he definitely knows how. It's just whether or not he's doing it mysterious. A really fun way uh, <laughs> for an alchemist to turn lead into gold, though, is to counterfeit coins. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Brilliant. <laughs> That's right. Really and of course, of course, uh, alchemists know how to counterfeit coins. Like, mm-hmm. duh. Uh, alchemy in general is just counterfeit. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Ooh, she coming. Ooh, she, throwing shade on fake science. She's coming after you, alchemists. <laughs> Watch out. All those alchemists out there. Um, and so Ranjit fires Josiah. For this, um, apparently at this point, Josiah's been working for him for seven years, oh and he fires him just out of the blue, kicks him out of the country, and then he just got to go crying with his tail between his legs back to Ludiana, where he came from in the first place. Back to where you come from. And he shakes his fist and yells, you ain't seen the last of me. He doesn't actually, but. <laughs> and his voice kind of cracks. Yep, He's exactly. Like, me, me. Um. And so now Josiah is back in Ludiano, where he started, penniless and just sad. Mm. They think Ben suggests he might not have shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> he. What a good detail. And now he's sitting there stewing, and he tells every single person who will talk to him that his entire goal now is to destroy Ranjit. That's all he cares about <laughs> anymore. What a twist. So, uh, Shuja won't help him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the British, because he's all comfy, and he's like, I don't want to fight Ranjit. It's like, I don't know. I'm pretty comfy. Remember how I lost that battle against Dos Muhammad, who was going to lose to Ranjit, and Ranjit still won something? I don't want to fight him. Mm-hmm. And the British are too worried at the moment to deal with it, because they aren't sure what's going to happen when Ranjit, you know, they, they know that his forces are big, and they're not sure what happens when he dies. So they're kind of, I think, waiting to gain favor with the new guy. Mm-hmm. So, so they don't want to go in yet. But... Josiah does know somebody who hates Ranjit just as much as he does, and it's Dos Muhammad. Ooh. So he's Ooh. like, I'm going to go to Kabul, and I'm going to team up with Dos Muhammad, and we're going to murder him. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, mm? what? <laughs> this anime is wild. <laughs> it's so much, dude. He goes to do the same journey he did last time, but, you know, because we've already done it, fast forward, he's in Kabul. And uh, Ranjit's spies know he's doing that. Uh-huh. His news writers. Um, and they tell Ranjit. So Ranjit sends him a letter, Josiah, mm-hmm. that's like, hey, bro, we're cool. Like, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. And Josiah crumples it up and throws it in a fire. And says, I don't care. Dramatically. Ah, no. Because he's just furious that he fired him. He's real mad about it. Um, you fire me, a white man? You're dead. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote that I read about this, like, during this, you know, phase of my reading in this book was, the British watched him go with detached interest. Yeah. And I was like, that's the whole book. That's the whole thing. Just like, okay. People watching him. Bye. Like, like you watch an ant, like, <laughs> yeah. go over, like, its environment. You're like, man, it's going to die any moment now. And then it keeps not dying. Yeah. And you're like, fast- oh. After a while, it's fascinating, but in Wild. such a distant, unimportant way. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, wow, it's just, I mean, at this point, I just want to see mm. what happens next. <laughs> Look at you go. Detached interest. <laughs> wow. So he gets to Kabul, and Dos Muhammad welcomes him, calls him brother, uh, evicts somebody from their house so Josiah could live there, and he, because he, 
does think Josiah is good at war. Like, he already beat him earlier. And so while he doesn't maybe necessarily like him as a person, he's like, this is useful to me to get back at Ranjit. Because Dost Muhammad's, like, obsessed with, like, getting Peshawar back. He's really upset about it. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to do anything to do it. And he knows that Ranjit's army has been transformed by those European guys so that they're doing more European-style fighting. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I need that too, or else I'm not going to be able to fight him. Yeah. Like, he... Ben lays out that the Afghans have, like, a specific way of fighting at this time. It's snipe and then just flood in as fast as you can. Uh, no defense strategy and uh, just hopefully you win. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's not going to work anymore because they're too smart for that. They're ready. They have defensive tactics so they can just ride out our attack and then while we turn around just destroy us. Yeah. So it doesn't work anymore. It's too guerrilla at this point for, like, the more um, organized style of fighting that they're doing now. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I need Josiah's help because Josiah's worked with Ranjit for years and he knows how to do it. Yeah. So I need him to teach my guys how to do that. Uh, so once again, a job you're qualified for. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Uh, weird. Very weird. Um and so he puts Josiah in charge of the military. He gives him a few titles. He makes him his aide de camp. And Josiah is stoked about that, but not super stoked because he has to work with another one of his enemies who shows back up, Charles Masson. I am so fascinated by how people just, like, keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, it's all—it's a very small world in the Middle East at the time. Uh, Charles Masson, if you remember, is the white guy who ditched him, like, when his whole <laughs> yeah. army did. Yeah. Uh, who he was, like, best friends with, and then he just bailed. Imagine that awkward moment when you're like, oh, mm -hmm. it's you. Great. So, yeah, he's back, and they both don't like each other. Um— Masson apparently up till now has been traveling around on his own. He's been publishing articles in British journals about Asia. And he's been doing so much of this that Captain Wade in Ludhiana is like, I'm pretty sure that's the guy who deserted the army. <laughs> yeah. that, like, there was like two guys who left. And I think he's one of the guys. Hey, you think that's one of the guys who deserted? <laughs> and he's right. Uh, <laughs> and he asks and he asks Josiah. And Josiah's like, yeah, like this is his real name. Yeah. That's fake. He he left the army. Yeah. Um, and we're not sure that Josiah did it, but Captain Wade finds out that it is him. So it's like probably Josiah. Oh, he absolutely tattled. Yeah. We just don't have—I don't think we have the letter where it says that, but we have confirmation that Wade knew. And so it's like, who told him? Yeah. <laughs> who else knows? And it's like, nobody. So, uh, but instead of that getting him in trouble, Captain Wade starts sending— um, letters to Masson saying, hey, can you spy on Dost Muhammad's stuff for us? Because the, like, British government really wants Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So can you just tell us, like, what's going on in there? And he starts paying him to be a spy. And he says, if you do that, I can get you, um, like, pardoned for deserting, which is a huge deal. Right. Uh, so like, he we won't kill you when you right. come back. So he says yes, but he's also frustrated because he didn't want to be a spy, and now he's like forced to be, and he's just like fine. Like he's actually there to help Dos Muhammad. Uh, so he's like okay, mm -hmm. like now I have to because otherwise I'm not going to get pardoned, and they they know that I'm deserted now. So like if they see me again, I'm just going to get arrested forever. So, you know, it's the best idea. And Josiah's probably max. Like, I thought when I tattled, he was going to get in trouble. Right. Like, you're supposed to arrest him and take him away. Not make him a spy. <laughs> you're paying yeah. him now. Come on. I'll spy. 
And they're like, you're American. I spy. I spy. <laughs> they're like, his price is a lot lower. It's a pardon from the government. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a reason to hang you. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> I have a quote from Ben that's, the meeting between Harlan, who's Josiah, and Masson was painfully frosty. Yeah. <laughs> frosty. frosty. The phrasing is so funny to me. Um, and now Masson, like I said, writing letters to Wade. Not just about Jos Muhammad, but also about how much Josiah sucks in general. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And is like, I feel so bad for Wade because he's got to l- just get so many letters from both of them being like, the other guy sucks so bad. And it's just like, it's boring. And has to just sift through all this gossip to find, like, actual information about anything. Yeah. He sends, like, two lines about Afghanistan in, like, the middle of 12, you know, paragraphs about how much he hates Josiah. And you're just like, Ugh. He sucks and I hate him. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> also, Dos Muhammad's forces are over here. <laughs> um, Great. Thanks. Bunch of of children. Yeah. But Masson also outright lies about uh, a battle that takes place because he says that Josiah wasn't there. And he is there. Like, and everybody says he was there, like, otherwise. All the other sources confirm he was there. So... Uh, which gives me, like, Benedict Arnold vibes where they're, like, yeah. that, there's that, you know, the battle where they're, like, he just ran away. And then he's, like, he did not run away. He like, didn't. you just said that because you ran away and you didn't want to be a baby. <laughs> and you hate him and you want him to look bad. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, Josiah is much less likable than Benedict Arnold. So I still am, like, I don't really care if you no, lie about where I he don't is. Care. Um, but this is the Battle of Jamrud is what they're talking about. Uh, which was between Afghans and the Sikhs, in, like for Peshawar or like in Peshawar area. Um, they don't. The Afghans win. They don't win Peshawar, but they win the battle. Uh, they lose a thousand people, whereas uh, the Sikhs lose two thousand people. Mm-hmm. So it's significantly better uh, that they do, and they mortally wound Hari Singh. Who is Ranjit's childhood friend? Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's in charge of Peshawar, and he mm. ends up dying. So Ranjit's pretty mad about it. Yeah. Uh, and they're kind of hoping that Ranjit will die from sadness because his friend died. <laughs> That's not great. Because <laughs> Ranjit's already in such bad health that they're like, maybe losing his childhood friend will just make his body give up. Just be sad and die. Just die. Just die. <laughs> maybe he'll just die. Yeah. And it's kind of sad, too, because Hari Singh, like, saw that they were losing. And so he, like, grabbed a sword and, like, went out to the front lines to try to inspire people, like, you know, like Napoleon does and, like, mm-hmm. other, um, like, you know, good military leaders do. Benedict Arnold does that, too. And uh, he died. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't work. It doesn't work as often as you <laughs> it think. It doesn't work if you die. <laughs> That's going to depress him even more. Um but uh, he doesn't die of sadness, Ranjit. He just gets mad about it, <laughs> obviously. And then um, the Afghan army doesn't keep going into Peshawar, though. Um, so Ranjit still considers that a victory. They didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. And he replaces Hari Singh with Avita Bile, who's the, uh, the Neapolitan Italian guy uh-huh. who is known for being super cruel. The guy who is just way too much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to read you a little bit of what he's doing. And then this episode will be over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to end. And then the last, like, our next episode should be our last one about Josiah so we can get it all resolved about Finally. all this happening. I know. We'll be free of this man. <laughs> uh, I mean, hopefully it's still enjoyable, but yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. This, um, this mayonnaise. <laughs> so Avita Bile, uh, here's a quote from him. When I marched into Peshawar, I sent on in advance a number of wooden posts, which my men erected around the walls of the city. The men scoffed at them and laughed at the madness of the Ferengi 
uh, and harder still when my men came in and laid coils of rope at the foot of the posts. Mm. However, when my preparations were complete and they found one morning dangling from these posts 50 of the worst characters in Peshawar, they thought different. Mm -hmm. And I repeated this exhibition every day till I had made a scarcity of brigands and murderers. And I'm like, oh, Oh. Then I had to deal with the liars and talebearers, apparently in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, my method with them, oh, sorry, no, it is different, but oh, still not great. Different. My method with them was to cut out their tongues. When a surgeon appeared and professed to be able to restore their speech, I sent him and cut out his tongue also. Oh, no. After that, there was peace. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oof. Yay. Yay. Peshwar. Good thing you killed that other guy. That's a very um, old school way of dealing with that. <laughs> yeah. If they say they can fix their tongue, cut his tongue out. Ha ha. I was like, why would you cut off his hand? He's not a surgeon. That's true. He can do it without his tongue probably. I mean, I mean it's also a scare tactic. should have done both. Yeah. Because then he can't write it down. He can't tell anyone. Right. That's how you do it. That's or just kill him. Like, I'm like... You know, as much as I'm not advocating murder, uh, like, so much better sometimes than, like, cutting off their hands or their tongue. It's like, great. Just cripple them forever? Cool. And he's already doing the scare tactic by making the corpses public. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't need to keep that guy around. It just doesn't, yeah. He just prefers torture. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this episode. Uh, isn't it fun? Hysterical history. Yay. <laughs> Gotta set up a new villain for next episode. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed learning a lot about, you know, the Middle East and, like, what goes on in there. Um, I'm very interested just in, like, the—I don't know—you know, I didn't know anything about any of these people. So I'm, like, all of it's very new and interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Muhammad's such a babe, like, oh, yeah. scary babe. I have a picture of him I can show you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hold on. In the book, there's just a break in the middle where there's pictures. I oh, which reminds me, I could show you that one guy who I said looks exactly like that woman described him as being like, oh yeah, flat face and round. Reverend and weird. Wolf. That's him right there. What? That's there's no way <laughs> that face is real. actually flat. That's it, like a caricature. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. That's a caricature. Um, That's not real. There's <laughs> and then we got the only picture of Josiah, where he looks like a vampire. Yeah, that's the apparently the only known picture that we have of him. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, if that was the best one, I can see this why this is they... uh, Shuja. Okay, and then uh, this is Dos Muhammad down here. Okay, he's got a mighty profile going on. Ooh, I mean, prof- he's a snack. I'm into and his Ranjit with his missing eyeball oh and gosh. just looks like he's dead. What's are those his nails? He looks like he's jangling ramen or something. I think it's beads coming. Oh, he's okay. holding on to beads and he's also wearing beads. What? Tell me about that that beard in the bottom. This is that guy who was described as like that type of horse that's like different, like black mm. and white colored. That's his beard. Yeah, there's like two points down here. So yeah, he's got like fishtail beard. It's yeah, and then there's more pictures. But oh, the other pictures. one I have to show you though is uh, Gardener, who's mm-hmm. Gordana Khan. Um, <laughs> here's him wearing when he's 80 he, and he's retired <laughs> from war or whatever. Um, a picture of him wearing a full tartan, like he's basically wearing a kilt on his that whole body. Is such a look. Yeah. Oh my god. He's wearing a plaid suit, like hundred, <laughs> like, like two hundred years before that's the fashion. So before the nineteen seventies. Yeah, exactly. When that would be like so hot. Yeah. Like one hundred and fifty years early. Looks like a Scottish disco suit. It's incredible. Wow. It's really weird to look at too. I'll post pictures of these from here, but it's weird to look at because it's so modern looking, and then the. Drawing is so old mm-hmm. that you're like, what? 
Fashion's always the same. <laughs> fashion, fashion be crazy. It's cyclical, man. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's what's going on. I agree. Dos Muhammad's a babe. Um, I want him to win so bad. You know, mm-hmm. he's a cool dude. And uh, Ranjit seems like an asshole. An <laughs> uh, asshole. <laughs> I feel like I curse more in this episode than I meant to. But I was <laughs> encouraged yeah. by a 14-year-old to do it. So Yeah, we've, we've had some. <laughs> we'll talk about it in our minis. We've yeah. had some, some teenagers being like, you can swear. It's you can okay. do it. It's weird when you do <laughs> fake curse words. And I'm like, uh, but some people have kids. Yeah, and, there's like little babies watching. And we don't swear a ton anyway. Listening. So... Out loud. Yeah. Uh, in front of people. In front of people. <laughs> I swear a lot in my private time in pri- alone. In private time, all the gloves come off. Yeah. Anyway, someone next door keeps banging things repeatedly, which I hope you can't hear on the recording, but uh, we're going to go because of it. So. We're going to go. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can review us on uh, Stitcher or iTunes. You can email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate all these reviews and all um, the emails we get, and we read them on our minis, so then you have extra incentive to do so. Mm-hmm. Um also, we are talking to people from the app Hubble um, who have it now so you can rate individual episodes if you download the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you feel like doing that, uh, we'd really appreciate it. The individual ratings for each episode add up to the full rating for the podcast. And it's like a helpful way for people to find like a good episode to start with. Yeah. That'll suggest to them like your favorite episode so that they don't start at number one when we sound all gross and then they're like, <laughs> I can't do it. Like we just got an email from somebody right. that we need to read where they said like, I listened to the first episode and I was like, you And I was like, completely fair. And then uh, that like their player accidentally like just played a new episode. Mm-hmm. Like it automatically was like, you want another one of these? Yeah. Uh, and then they loved it. So they were like, you know, the first one's not the best one to start with. Don't want, don't listen to the first one. Right. But if you are on this app, it could encourage people to listen to, like, one that you really like, mm-hmm. which would be nice. You know, like, then they know that, you, like, you really like Vikings. They should start with that. Mm-hmm. Or that you really like, what's another one people always say? Um, they really like your Olympics one. They could start with that. Yeah. Um, Olympics. Uh, I know people really like um, Rasputin. Soon, yeah, as soon as you said, what do people like? I'm like, blank entirely. <laughs> yeah, Rasputin people really like. Yeah, so there's a lot of things. Um but that would really help us out, too. And that one's free. Um, and, like, you just download it and you can get on there. And I don't think yeah. you have to sign up or anything to review or, like, to leave a thing on an episode. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that's cool. We appreciate that, too. Um, and we're not sponsored by them or anything. We're just, like, chit-chatting about how to improve podcast things. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time. But, yeah, be be cool and be safe. Mm-hmm. Be be happy right. if you can. Right. Like, obviously, educate yourself about what's going on, you know, and talk about race and figure things out. We're doing a lot of, like, reading and educating, and I'm watching basically all the videos suggested to me to try to understand, you know, everything as well as I can. But also, take a break when you need one. It doesn't have to be, like, all-encompassing your whole day, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't think that's the best way to learn things in general. So it's, like, learn some stuff, take a break, take care of yourself, and don't go outside too much still because it's still happening. Yeah, still, like, wear your mask. Yeah. Wear your mask. Haley just got a test. She's fine. She's oh, yeah. Nervous. I'm negative for COVID for, <laughs> for her for now. now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Do what you got to do. Do what Keep you got to do. And we love you. We love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.